And with me, as always, is... Camille! And we have the extra special treat of having my mother here with us today, Kim. Hi! <laughs> it's my mom. So, uh, we're countdown seven days until we leave. And uh, so I figured that we should probably talk to my mom about it. <laughs> See how she feels and get her uh, honest opinion, if possible. Uh, maybe get her crying on the microphone. Yes, I'm sitting here with a really sad face. <laughs> See, you look happy. You look really nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. But <laughs> here's my baby and his lovely wife going way far away. Yeah, it's, it's I, not that far. It is, it is, really. It is very, very far. It's far away. And right now, when nobody really wants to get on an airplane, I know it's only four hours on a plane, and then what you said, like, Eight hours on a bus and then no. three hours through the jungle. <laughs> Maybe you don't want me to come as much as you say you do. But all of that sounds Not horrible. True. So I'm I'm sure I'll see you in a year or so, but makes me sad. Yeah, I understand. I mean, when I was living in San Francisco, it was we saw each other a lot less, and that was hard on both of us. But it also it was not the worst thing. Well, what's really weird is when you were in San Francisco, you were pretty close. Like, we could have seen each other a lot more often, but I knew you were safe and happy, and mm -hmm. we could have seen each other. Now you're going to be really far away, and... It, you it, will see us. Okay, <laughs> I will see you. You will. You'll come and see us, Kim. You're going to come out there, and it's going to be all nice and warm, and... The sun's going to be shining, you'll go out in the water and you'll swim with us, and then you'll be like, you know what, I'm going to come here every year. I'm going to come. It's going to be not, awesome. Not I just once you. a year, maybe twice, twice a year. Got your casita. Good. There you go. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I am so excited for the two of you. I can't tell you how thrilled I am that you're finally being able to realize something that you have wanted for such a long time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's amazing mm -hmm. to me. A little sad, but also very exciting. And I think the excitement overrules my personal sadness. <laughs> I mean, we're we're excited. We're nervous too. You know, it's a lot of big changes. A lot of crazy uh, new things are going to be happening that we're going to have to. We have a lot of growing to do for yeah. sure. A lot of learning and growing, and I mean, we better learn Spanish real quick. <laughs> yeah. You had to learn Spanish. I mean, they speak English in Belize, but um, we're they... so close to Mexico. Oh. What, yeah, it definitely about... won't hurt to know Spanish. Yeah. Well, you kind of know Spanish. I know, I, I know enough to like get by, but not Los enough to have a conversation. Muy bonita. Yeah. <laughs> Hola, qué tal? Las clases comienzan en cinco minutos. Okay. Oh, okay, wow. Well, really Spanish heritage there. Estamos listos. Sí, cómo no. Buenos tardes. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? This is after five years of Spanish and being raised 
with a grandma who was from Mexico. So uh-huh. that that's pretty. That is pretty bad. Pretty bad, really. <laughs> did your grandma speak to you in Spanish? Yes, she did. And up until about the age of three or four, I actually understood and spoke to her. But at some point, you know, I could understand her. But then you get too embarrassed as a child, I think, to like sure. talk or something. But so I could I could understand her, but I never spoke it. And then my dad was of the mentality like we are Americans. He was a first generation, and he didn't want to speak Spanish, so he almost kind of cut that out and didn't want me to learn it. Um, sadly, so sad. It yeah. is. I mean, I think my mom did the same thing. They were proud to be here. They were so proud to be here that they kind of, like, I don't know, didn't pay attention to their heritage or, I don't know. But my grandma always spoke Spanish, and it was funny to to, um, interpret her. What's her name? Mariana. Mariana. Mariana, yes. Mm. And, um, yeah, so... Demonesses. But she actually, that was my dad's name. She married uh, Walter Booth. So she was Mariana Booth. Hmm. Yeah. So. What can you tell me about British Honduras? Nothing. Well, we have family from there. We do. So that's what's really, to me, kind of ironic is that (laughs) I didn't know much of anything about it except that my dad and his mother my grandma and his two brothers when he was a little boy he was probably probably three or four and um they had little ice boxes they weren't very high and my grandma i guess made her own soap and so she had in a coffee cup a cup of lye and he was able to reach up there thinking it was coffee and drank the lye and it burned his esophagus so they had him at the doctors down there and they couldn't do it. And this anything. is in British Honduras. This is in British Honduras. Okay. So they told my grandma that, you know, he would need to go to the US to get um, help for whatever his proper burns. treatment for that. Yes. And they ended up coming into Florida. And the way the history looks is like her husband, my biological grandfather came with her and the three boys he had two older brothers they all came and then so that there's records of them all entering the port in Florida but then somehow the grandfather kind of disappears and Graham and the boys stay here and I don't know what transpired and I don't exactly know how she ended up on the west coast but um, the whole swallowing lie thing followed my dad all the way through his demise. You know, it was something that he mm-hmm. dealt with all of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. In that he had well, bad throat problems. Oh, he had, t- he, he had um, oh my gosh, I can't think of what they, uh, endoscopies. No. Endoscopies, oh. where they would stick a tube down his throat and stretch it out because he would choke on anything. I mean, just the smallest, mm-hmm. I can remember, we couldn't go through a dinner without him getting something caught in his throat and choking and he would go into the bathroom and you know try to cough it up or whatever but um, finally towards the end of his life and I guess he was 80 something they had come out with a procedure where they could um, esophageal 
transplant where they could cut out a part of your part of your esophagus and and he was so excited you know that's what he 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 had suffered with for this with this for so long and he felt like it was never going to get better and it wouldn't have so he was willing to go through the surgery and he'd also had a, a four-way um, bypass and his doctor was really reluctant to do this it's like you're not a great candidate for this but all right let's do it so um so they did it but my dad had i think a heart attack or stroke or something on the table and, and it never it he never got past the surgery so base and i think when they opened him up they found that he had cancer, esophageal cancer. Oh my as well. God. I know. But that could have been from, you know, all wow. the stuff he went through with that. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It, so. it was awful. And I think all of it started, I think if he hadn't had that cup of lie, that it never, this whole thing never would have happened. But it brought my grandma to the States. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't, my dad feels, or he felt, <laughs> that um, he would have had half siblings in British Honduras because his dad went back mm -hmm. and so probably he, remarried probably yes now I don't know they were kids. both Catholic I don't know how they got a divorce if that was I don't know huh. yeah I don't know these are things I have no That's idea a good point. except Graham remarried and dad thinks he has and he always wanted to go see if he had any was he born in Mexico and then moved to British Honduras, or was that your grandfather? Yeah, he was born in the U.S. Oh, he was. Yeah, they were all born. All three boys were born in the U.S. Okay. So, Graham was from California. Her, uh, and I, I think I sent you something, but it was her dad, and they grew up in like the gold country of California, the northern part of California, and he was an engineer, and. Um, it was a time when I think let me get uh, Mexico was trying to get Americans to come down and start working there to expand something. So um, about what era is this? Like, well, oh, Kian, I don't know. Um, Nineteen fifteen, nineteen. Okay. I don't know. Okay. And so. So, my grandmother's father decided to go to Mexico and said he was start working down there. He was like I said from the cent like Northern California, and he went down there. And I do believe there he met my my grandmother's mother, and I I think. I think Graham was born in Mexico, but her dad was actually an American. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, as best I know, they, she said they grew up in wealth in uh, Culiacan, that there were 11 children and they had nannies and servants and all kinds of stuff. And then I think something about maybe the government decided that people that hadn't been and this is, I'm just kind of making this up as I go because sure. I'm not sure it's true, but I think something about the government changed and, and they lost what they had and they came back to the U.S. and somehow he fell off a rail car and got cut under the wheels. This was oh, my dad. Who, who did this? This is my grand, grandma's father. Your grandmother's father yeah, got so caught under was, a rail car. Yeah, he, got, he fell off a, a streetcar or something and then oh. he, he was no longer able to work and 
So the family that had started with all this wealth in Mexico now is in the U.S. and struggling with 11 children or whatever. Wow. Yeah, and I don't know the whole story, and I should probably do more research. But So there, we just got um, contacted by a relative, distant relative, and there's something, they're called Californios. Californios. That these are people like you're a sixth generation Californian. I'm fifth generation. So um, it was even before California was a state. It was before, you know, it was still part of Mexico. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to have some kind of a, um, a museum or, you know, something about this era where there were people that were. You know, they've been here forever, mm -hmm. and that's kind of us. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Interesting. And yeah. now we're all leaving. Yeah. <laughs> we're all we're leaving. going back to Belize. Yeah. The British Honduras. Yeah. Turns out Kane and I are cousins. I'm going to edit that one out later. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that, I mean, I wouldn't, it could be true. Wouldn't that be weird? That would be so weird and terrible. Ay, ay, ay. Who knows? What Do was you... your mom's maiden name? Ramirez. Okay. Demonesses. So you've never been to Belize? Never British been Honduras. to Belize. Have you wanted to? No. Never? Okay. <laughs> well, now you have a good reason to. Now I have a great reason to. You're right. No, it never interested me, really. Did you know where it was before not we even, started talking no, about it? No, not really even. I mean, I, I always knew in the history that, you know, like, Grandma was in British Honduras. I had no idea where it was. Hmm. Have you ever been to the Caribbean? Mm-mm. No. What right. to go on You're in for a treat, Mom. <laughs> you're going to love it. I think you're going to like it. I, I hope you do. I'm yeah. sure I will. I'm sure I'll love it. What do you like an ocean breeze. Who doesn't love an ocean breeze? Some people don't. Cave dwellers. <laughs> I don't know anybody Desert who people. doesn't love an ocean breeze. There are some people who don't like the beach. I'm like, meh, meh, meh. Oh, well, that is true. I don't like the <laughs> sand. Too much sand in my toes. Too much sand. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For all the listeners out there who might hate the beach, uh, we apologize. <laughs> I know. Yeah. To each his own. Um, what are your thoughts on us moving to Belize? Wow, that that's gonna take me a minute. Um, you go, lion. <laughs> no, I'm I'm happy for you. This is something you've wanted. It's your dream, and I'm really. I I mean, I think I've been supportive. I am so happy that you're doing this, for you. For me, I'm just feeling kind of sad. Like, you know, you're you're going far away. There's a lot of things that are changing right now, and you guys leaving is one of them. But I know that that's not. It's not like we're not going to see each other all the time. We didn't see each other all the time before. But it felt like if I wanted to see you, I could drive two and a half hours and I would see you. Now, it's a little more difficult. Sure. Yeah. And I just I just want you to be safe down there. You know, I worry. I don't know. I'm a mom. I'm always going to worry about your safety and your, you know, well-being. Mm -hmm. And so um, now I just have to worry from a further distance. Oh, Camille's getting a gun. Good. So we don't have to worry you about... You have security cameras. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you guys have We're a lot of We're going to get a bunch of dogs. <laughs> you have a lot of stuff down there, like, you know, panthers and jaguars and poisonous snakes and spiders and... You know, I just, I'm so excited about all of those I things. Know you are. <laughs> I got oh excited gosh. just you saying it. I know that. Watch, I get eaten by a jaguar. Oh, don't even. <laughs> it's all right. They're quick. It's quick. It would be a cool story. It would be funny. 
If he got eaten by a jaguar, that I mean, we're all gonna die. So if you Camille. like, if you, I'd rather be like, oh, we got in a car accident. I'd rather be like, you got eaten by a jaguar. Yeah, I don't want to get run over. At by least a Prius. I know that to be Kian. He would way rather. I could lose a leg to like an alligator or something and be totally fine with it. Can I just say that my ears? So I'm pointing so my ears now, going. La, 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 la. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Can I still stay with you if you lost a leg? Oh, you better. You'd be hot without a leg. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Okay, tap out. I'm done. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Mom. I appreciate you coming onto the show and talking to us. That's really nice to have your opinions. And do you have any questions for us about it? Do you you have anything you want to ask us or... Well, I think, no, I don't think so. Because, I, I mean, I've followed your progress. I've, you know, seen your toilet that you've built. And I'm... <laughs> so you know we'll be okay. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that you'll have a place to go. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have a place to go. You have a place to go. And and when you come down, you'll have a place to go. Oh, that's good to know. Pass the toilet on the left-hand side. Is that pass the toilet paper? <laughs> what I'm really actually happy about is that Nan is there. Mm-hmm. Camille's mom, and that Nan's mom is there. So there's mm-hmm. family and and kind of a sense of, you know, roots there. And yeah. if you were just going down, the two of you, without any of that, I would be really concerned. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going down, you know people, you have family, you have connections, and that makes me feel better about this whole thing. Yeah. We're, we're going to be safe, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Is this the Kian that's floating down the river and one guy on one side says, Peter, Mom, take my... Can, I, can you take this to the other side of the river? Please don't do an accent, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is that same yeah. Kian. Yeah. <laughs> which is a story that we might tell on a Never. different... Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. I might have been involved in a drug deal or Un- something. Unbeknownst to him. I, I, had, no, I had no idea. I'm just I'm just too nice for we're my own good to, sometimes. We're going to be safe. We're yeah. going to be fine. Like we're... I said, Camille's got a gun. You didn't like my accent? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to talk about cultural appropriation. <laughs> what? I, I always like to speak in my Creole. What a go on? Well, you're, you're Belizean. You're allowed. And I feel like every time we've been down there, they've told you you better learn Creole. I, I better learn it, but I don't think I'm supposed to just speak talking it <laughs> we'll see i don't know i don't want to do a chet hanks but we'll see what happens depends who you're talking now yeah i guess so well anyway mom thanks so much for you're being welcome. on the show i really and appreciate it and i wish it. you guys all the best thanks. And next time we do this maybe we'll be in police that would be amazing that would be amazing we love you i love you too it's not the uh last time you'll see us what it's not the last time you'll see oh, us <laughs> i said this will be about the last time <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening to this special interview episode, our very first interview on the show with my mother. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're leaving, the, we're planning on leaving uh, on our journey the 23rd of January, and we will be hitting the Mexican border the 30th. We're taking some time to visit some friends and... and uh, Go to Joshua Tree, Joshua man. Tree, Tucson, or Austin, um, this is places we want to go. And then hopefully we'll be crossing the border into Mexico the 30th. And then uh, we're just pretty much going to stick to the coast and get to Belize hopefully the 4th or 5th. So we'll uh, keep everybody posted. Thanks for listening. And uh, we out. We out.
We out here. Me too. <laughs> <laughs>You may have noticed during that podcast that there were two moments when there was a significant amount of radio interference. We're not exactly sure what caused that, where it came from, or or what it is. So we're just going to believe that it was Grandfather listening in on us, trying to get his two cents in. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.